You can't please everyone all of the time. You can't even please almost everyone all of the time. And that's absolutely fine. Listen to this episode for an empowering discussion of how people-pleasing can hold you back in your purpose-led business and how to make sure that is not the case for you. This is the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. I am your host, Lucy Orton. I am the anti-self-sabotage coach and a success and transformation expert. I love all things positive psychology and I transform female purpose-led entrepreneurs from self-sabotaging, procrastinating, imposter syndrome suffering, but very, very talented business owners into the most empowered CEOs who recognize and own that talent and move away from self-sabotage into rock-solid self-belief, supercharged confidence and amazing business success. The Self-Sabotage to Success podcast was created to help women just like you step into your awesome because we so need your voice in the world right now more than ever. I am incredibly grateful to have you here. If you enjoy this episode and the rest of the Self-Sabotage to Success archives, then I'd love to hear from you. You can book a Self-Sabotage breakthrough call using the link in the show notes and you can also help the positive messages of this podcast reach even more female purpose-led entrepreneurs by leaving me a five-star rating or even better, a review on Apple Podcasts. I am so touched by every message and every review I receive. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy today's show and I'm rooting for you and your purpose-led business always. Hello, hello and welcome to this week's episode. It's fabulous to have you here and I am so excited about today's show because it's a topic that is so close to my heart and I haven't yet had chance to really deep dive into it. So I'm super excited to get started with this episode which I think you're going to find really interesting and super relevant to running your businesses as purpose-led entrepreneurs. Now, before I get started, I always like to begin, if I can, with some of the lovely feedback and messages that I receive from you guys, my lovely, lovely podcast listeners. And today I wanted to read out a message from a lovely podcast listener called Ben, who sent me a message this week and he said the following... Hi Lucy, just wanted to say that I recently found your podcast and I'm really enjoying it. I know I don't fully conform to your ideal customer persona, i.e. I'm a man. Nevertheless, I'm a purpose-led business person and I find what you say in your episodes very empowering and thought-provoking. Your latest yes and no episode is great. It's nearly over as I'm typing this. Already a lot of takeaways for me. Keep up the good work, Ben. 
So thank you so much to Ben for that lovely message, which just, you know, lights up my day when I get a beautiful message like that from one of my listeners, because as I've said before, it makes it feel like this is a real two-way conversation. And it makes me aware that I'm helping people. I'm giving you those takeaways, which is absolutely at the heart of why I create this podcast every week and why I show up for what are we on now? 33, 34 episodes. I'm so proud of this podcast, but I'm even more grateful for you guys listening in. You absolutely make it worthwhile. And I loved Ben's message because, yes, while I talk about female purpose-led entrepreneurs as my main focus, and of course, the vast majority of my clients are female entrepreneurs, but I'm also aware that my message has so many more ramifications for wider audiences. And I also know that I have more than one male listener and I'm so, so grateful to have you here. I also have listeners who don't have businesses yet or who are working in corporate but can find really important takeaways from the positive psychology work that we discuss, from the themes that come up and from the message that I really, really want to share with you, which is you can have that progressive mindset. You can shift your sense of who you are into this most empowered and fantastic place. And that by doing that, you are going to improve every aspect of your life, not just your business and not just if you're a woman, but it really is so applicable to everyone. So that really made my day when I got that message. So thank you again to Ben for that. Now, today's episode is a really good one. It's all about people pleasing. And this may or may not be a term that you're familiar with. It's often a term that even if my clients or people that I talk to haven't come across it, as soon as I put those two words together, it resonates so very deeply for most of the people that I come into contact with. And to Ben's point earlier, it can resonate with men just as much as it can resonate with women. But in my work as a coach, I do see more women than men. And it really is fundamentally important for women to understand where they are on the people-pleasing spectrum. It really can be such a mindset gremlin and something that I love to unpick with my clients to come back to time and time again, because when we can remove the obstacle of people-pleasing, we can see huge progress in how our mindset is functioning and helping us and how that impacts on our business more widely. So let's have a discussion first of all about what I mean by people-pleasing. As I said, it can be quite Ron Seal. It's quite obvious what those two words might mean when we put them together. But I do want to jump in a little bit more with that definition in case you haven't come across the term or in case you're wondering whether it applies to you. People-pleasing has so much to do with wanting to fit in, wanting to be part of that tribe, wanting to get the approval of those around us. It really is connected to that deep-rooted sense that we want to belong and that we want to know that we have, people have our backs, that we are part of something bigger than ourselves. Now, there's so much more I can say about belonging, but when wanting to belong turns into people-pleasing, it's really not a good place to be in in terms of your mindset. It can be hard, if not impossible, to be our most authentic selves. 
And that is because these are two fundamentally opposing ways of viewing the world and viewing our place in it. So when we are working on being our most authentic version of ourselves, we are looking at and considering our own needs. And that might be quite confronting for some of us because to be authentic, to work from a position that I want to live this one life that I have in a way that feels right for me, that aligns with what I want to do, how I want to show up, what I want to achieve, how I want to feel, is challenging to some of the messages we've been given our whole lives, that we should be, even in a very individualistic society, that we should be thinking about our likability and how we fit in and how we merge together with everyone else before we work on who we want to be inside. So that is what I mean by people-pleasing. When your desire to atone to the needs of others, to please other people in what they want from you in terms of your life, your work, your family, your hobbies, whatever it is, whatever part of your life you're thinking of, when that overrides who it is that you want to be inside, that is where people pleasing has really gone too far. Before I move on to the next section, there's another element of people-pleasing that is worth noting, which is usually with people-pleasing, it shows up a desire that we want to be in control more. We want to be able to control the thoughts and the views on ourselves of everyone, of the people in our world that we come into contact with, of the people that see us from afar. So when we can tackle the root of that issue, that feeling that we maybe are not feeling very powerful or that maybe we're not robust enough in our sense of self and our belief in who we are, we can really get to the bottom of people-pleasing. And I'm not going to go into those topics in a lot of detail here, but they are absolutely at the root of how I tackle this issue with clients. So How does people-pleasing show up? How would you know if you have people-pleasing tendencies? Well, there are lots of different ways that it can show up. And some of the most common I will talk about briefly now, but I'm not going to manage to get them all out because it really does manifest in in a multitude of different ways. And it's really recognizable once you become aware of it and start to notice it within yourself and others. So, apologising and overly apologising can be indicative of a people-pleasing trait. It's when you find yourself feeling like you're justifying as well, not even apologising, but maybe justifying your life choices, justifying how you feel, and really living in that zone of feeling like, I don't just get to be this. I don't just get to feel this. I have to make a reason why I'm this way. Also agreeing with someone when you actually fundamentally disagree with them is really common in people pleasers. That moment in maybe a party or a work meeting where something is said that you fundamentally disagree with, but to keep the peace and to keep feeling liked and approved of, you say nothing. And I'll talk a bit more on that in a minute. Equally, taking the blame for things that are not your fault. And That can be in terms of 
taking more responsibility than you really need to. So feeling responsible, for example, for the feelings of others. When it's their reaction, it's their response that you're dealing with, but you take on board so many aspects of those feelings and really worry about them, really feel like it's something you have done wrong. And I've talked about this in the past, about that feeling that we need to save everyone and be the person that has all the answers. And we really don't. And I'll be doing an episode on exactly this within your business in a couple of weeks or maybe a month or so's time. Another way that people pleasing shows up is saying yes too frequently. And that goes back to the podcast episode from a couple of weeks ago about the two simple words that are really important to get a handle of within your business. And also avoiding conflict and avoiding difficult situations, even when they're necessary for your growth, to better your situation, to help others. People pleasers can really feel uncomfortable with conflict and feel very unable to speak out when there is a chance that there might be conflict. And of course, no one likes conflict, but sometimes conflict is necessary and sometimes difficult conversations need to be had. And All of the things that I've mentioned, all of the ways that people-pleasing can manifest link to one fundamental point, which is that need and desire for everyone to like you. And sometimes that need can be so overwhelming and so unchecked within us that we don't even notice that some of the people we consciously or subconsciously want to like us are not even people that we like ourselves. They're not even people that are important to our day-to-day life or our wider life. They're just people and we don't need to and we cannot please everyone all the time. And that is something that gets talked about coincidentally in business. If you talk to everyone, you're unlikely to make those connections with people. So when you niche in, when you talk to people like I do in the main, the female entrepreneurs, you can gain more traction because people understand what you stand for. And that doesn't mean that lovely listeners like the one I referenced earlier in the episode, Ben, won't come into your orbit, but you can still set your stall out with your focus. And that's what it's like in terms of wider relationships. We absolutely want to have those connections and those people that we draw close to us that mean so much to us, but we cannot please everyone all the time and we have to stay fundamentally authentic to ourselves. So I just wanted to also reference a phenomenal book which I've talked about in the past and which is super relevant for this week's episode and that is Untamed. By Glennon Doyle, and I will put a link in the show notes to that book because it's absolutely marvelous. I recommend it to all my clients, and it really is the most phenomenal book. Every page has a thunderbolt moment, it really is that good. And one of the things she says, and there are so many quotes that I could have pulled out from her book for this episode, but one of the things she says, which is really hard hitting and really important, is you are not required to set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. And that is what people pleasing can end up doing. And sometimes people might look at me a little bit funny when I say that, or when I kind of talk about the dramatic consequences of people pleasing, because it sounds really pleasant. Like so many of these mindset gremlins, it sounds like it could have a benefit. You know, I'm pleasing people. I'm being a good person. I'm being really nice. But actually the impact that it has on us is so, so damaging. 
And that's what I want to talk about next. Why is people pleasing something that we need to overcome? Why do I class it as one of those mindset gremlins, one of those sabotaging behaviours? Well, so many reasons again. For every reason that I just gave you, every way that you show up and you people please in that way, there's an equal reason why that is going to damage you in some shape or form. And some of those ways it damages you are on a very, very personal level. But also, people pleasing that you do has impact. It impacts the rest of the world. And that, again, sounds grandiose, but is so true. It impacts what you're modeling to your children, to your friends, to fellow business owners, to your peers. It perpetuates some of the ways that we behave, which we don't consider and we don't notice, but we just do because it's the way it's always been done. It's the way I've always felt. It's how I've always shown up in the world. And until someone points it out to you, you can stay stuck in those practices. It's definitely something which requires a lot of inner work and it's something that I work on with my clients. And as always, if this episode is really speaking to you, please do reach out to me. Let's get on a self-sabotage breakthrough call and let's see how I can help you push your life and your business forward without these mindset gremlins, without people pleasing and without feeling like you have to be and act in some way other than your most authentic self. I have limited slots available. So if you are interested in that, click on the link in the show notes or copy and paste it, however it works on the podcast app. Or you can go to calendly.com forward slash Lucy Orton and arrange that chat, which I think will be transformative for you. Again, in Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed, there's a really fascinating part where she talks about the memos a set of memos that she felt she'd been issued by the world and that these memos would show her the path of being that successful woman with a strong family, a strong career and everything working out just swimmingly. And she talks really powerfully in probably one of my favourite chapters of the book, Let It Burn, about burning those memos. Because Often they're just there because we haven't examined them. We haven't thought about them. We haven't really considered why it is that we're living our lives in a certain way or why we're trying to please certain people. And she says this great quote here, and I'm sorry, it is the second Glennon quote of this episode because she is so fabulous on this subject. Um, But she said this, I was flying on autopilot, rooted to a destination I never chose. So I took back the wheel. I quit abandoning myself to honour those memos. Instead, I abandoned the memos and began honouring myself. I began to live as a woman who never got the world's memos. And I think one of the most important memos that I really want my clients to burn and my listeners to burn is that people-pleasing memo because it doesn't have to be that way. And by people pleasing and continuing to act within that practice and that sabotaging behavior, we keep ourselves small. We keep apologizing for how we want to live our life or what we want to be in the world. And we don't end up living a purpose. We don't end up living as that very, very best version of ourselves who is evolving and writing new memos that suit us and then revising them and redrafting anew. So I'm passionate about you burning the memo of people pleasing. 
and to apply it to who you are as a purpose-led entrepreneur, it is even more crucial. And there are some really specific reasons why it's even more important for you as that business owner and that leader and that person who wants to make impact in the world that you push aside that saboteur of people-pleasing. And that comes in many forms. As a business owner, if you want to be successful, create impact and not reach burnout, you need strong boundaries. So again, this relates to that saying yes, saying no, being clear about how you want your life to turn out and what your business needs to do, how it needs to be designed, how your work needs to happen for that to be the case. It's also relevant, as I said before, if people-pleasing keeps you small, then not people-pleasing allows you to metamorphose. It allows you to grow. It allows you to expand into a bigger space and to really take up ownership of what it is you want to achieve, both for yourself, your business, and those who are nearest and dearest to you. Not every Tom, Dick and Harry. It also shows up when we consider money mindset. And that is a whole huge topic for another day. That's a whole area of exploration. But lots of purpose-led business owners and especially female entrepreneurs can feel really conflicted about their desire to create more impact for themselves and their families and their dreams because they can feel like that makes them not such a nice person. They want to be liked and they feel like if they say that out loud that they want to make money that they want to better their situation that they want to feed the capitalist beast that unfortunately we are living in that it makes them somehow a negative human being and absolutely I disagree with that now I have lots of issues with capitalism and inequality but I also recognize that this is the system that we are in and actually When women have more money and have more power and have more impact, the world will become a more equitable place. I have no doubt about that. We can see that from countries that have female leaders already, that those societies are starting to move in a more progressive direction. And the same is true with money. If women have the power, if they have the buying power, you can make so many positive changes as a collective. And that is where social change will also happen. It's also really important when you're a business owner that you trust yourself, that you have that rock solid self-esteem that I work on with my clients and you have that belief that you can absolutely be who you want to be. But when we have our brain clogged up with the ideas of how we think other people would like us to portray ourselves, how we think other people think we should act, and that can be from what someone might think of a social media posting to what a family member might think of your business as a whole, then we are holding ourselves back and we are not tapping into that inner self-belief and trust in what we are doing. And people pleasers have something in common, which is that they usually put far more emphasis and spend far more time thinking about what others think rather than what they think, what their knowing is. And this is really bad news for an empowered CEO because you need to have that intuition and trust in what it is your business is about. That doesn't mean that you can't get expert advice, that you can't pull on board lots of other opinions that are carefully curated, but it it's really counterproductive to just allow your ideas of what everyone else would like you to do cloud your progress as a business owner. 
And finally, this is really specific for purpose-led entrepreneurs and really important to you because people-pleasing is exhausting. It takes up time and energy that you just don't want to waste in your business. It can make you question yourself. It can make you get into a negative spiral. And that energy, that headspace, that lack of self-care, or rather doing something that then causes you to need to regroup and heal from that worry is the opposite of what you need to push your business forward and to have that really progressive mindset. Now, as ever, I want to leave you with some actionable tips so that you can start to eradicate any people-pleasing that remains in your mindset that is troubling you in your business because you really will find transformative results when you are able to move away from this way of thinking. So some of the tips I would give you include being really honest, really taking time to be honest with yourself and to notice and to act on and respond to your own needs. They are valid. You don't need to do something just because it helps or pleases someone else. So returning to yourself and returning to that sense of who I am and how honest am I being here about what it means to be me in this situation. So that would be my first recommendation. My second recommendation, like the episode on yes and no a couple of weeks ago, is to learn to say no more. Learn to put up those boundaries and by all means you can say no nicely and without excessive justification. Sometimes you can simply say no thank you and that is enough and that can be really challenging for female entrepreneurs and especially those who have that self-sabotaging thought process that they think if I say no to someone I'm offending them, I'm not pleasing them, I'm not being a nice girl. So really start to question that as well. Practicing self-care is fundamental as ever to being able to come from this place of a half full cup where you can recognize that, okay, I don't have to be liked by everyone. If your self-care cup is full, if you're being nice to yourself, if you're using that fantastic inner voice and really shifting your thinking that I've talked about in all the other podcast episodes, then you will find yourself far more able to stand up for what you believe in and to really practice that non-people-pleasing agenda. In addition, let go of guilt. Let go of that worry that you're letting people down. You cannot physically hold the world up. So you have to make choices sometimes that are going to directly assist and help you in your dreams and your goals. And that might mean saying no or not being able to do something that works for someone else or would be more preferable to them. And it also means when you show up as your true, empowered, authentic self, you don't have to feel bad for those people who are not yet at that point. It's okay to stay in your lane and focus on what you're doing and remove those feelings of guilt about other people. And finally, I would like to leave you with some affirmations, which can really help you challenge people-pleasing. And as ever, you will come up with fantastic affirmations that work for you. I just like to give a couple as a little bit of a starter for 10. So I'm going to give you three. I'm going to say the first one could be, I will take up space and honour my needs. I will take up space and honour my needs. It's simple, but it's powerful in terms of thinking about what it is you need in any particular situation and being okay with saying that and taking up the space that is needed to put your line in the sand and say, no, no, 
I burnt the memo about whatever it is you might suggest or I might think you're suggesting. And instead, honouring those values and being true to yourself. A really simple affirmation is, I will live authentically. I will live authentically. And using that affirmation can be really good. It can pull you back into what is authentic to me in this moment. And it takes some practice to start checking in with ourselves like this, but questioning whether decisions you're making are based in that true feeling of moving in an authentic way towards your goals or whether you're actually going down a rabbit hole that is not about you at all. And a final affirmation for you today to nearly finish off this episode is, I will let my light shine. So much of what people pleasing can do is about dimming that light, about playing small, about not being the truest, brightest, most zone of genius dwelling version of yourself. And I do not want that for you. So as you reconsider your people pleasing tendencies, remember to let your light shine. And as I said, you'll have many other ideas of affirmations you could use to combat your people pleasing, but it really is so incredibly freeing and empowering when we move away from that notion of needing to be liked by every single person in the world. That's never going to happen and nor should it. And instead of having those thoughts and that limiting belief about how we should present Be that empowered person that feels authentic, that feels aligned with your values and that can take up space as an amazing business owner. I really hope you found today's episode useful. I've loved recording it for you and I will be back here at the same time next week for a new episode of the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. Have an awesome week ahead and I will speak to you soon. Bye for now. 